Welcome, dear listeners, to a sacred journey through the pages of God's Word. I'm your guide in this adventure, Steve Kitts, and I'm truly grateful that you've joined me in another session of During Bible Study Podcast. Before we look closer into these verses that will illuminate your heart and your mind today, let us pause for a moment in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, as we open your precious word, we look for your guidance and wisdom. May the Holy Spirit be our teacher. Illuminate the truth within each of these sacred pages. Bless all those that tune in today that they may find solace, inspiration, and spiritual growth through what is shared and explored in your word. In Jesus' holy name we pray and amen. Love of a Father The cross of Jesus portrays a full measure of supreme devotion of a true shepherd for even the most unworthy members of his flock. It forever places all relationships between God and man upon a family basis. God is the Father and man is the Son. Love, the love of a father for his son, becomes a central truth in the universe relating to the Creator and the creation. Not just justice of a king, which seeks satisfaction in the suffering and punishment of evildoers, the cross forever shows that the attitude of Jesus towards sinners is neither condemnation nor condoning, but rather eternal and a loving salvation. Jesus is truly a Savior in a sense that He gave His life and death to win men over to goodness and righteousness. Jesus loves men so much that His love wakens the response of love in the human heart. He shows us how to love. Love is truly contagious and eternally creative. Jesus' death on the cross exemplifies the love which is sufficiently strong and divine to forgive sin and swallow up all evil doing. Jesus disclosed to the world a higher quality of righteousness than justice, mere technically right and wrong. Divine love does not merely forgive wrongs. It absorbs it and actually destroys it. The forgiveness of love utterly transcends a forgiveness of mercy. Mercy sets the guilt on the evildoers to one side and puts love to destroy forever the sin and the weakness resulting from it, from the evil. Jesus brought a new method of living and continuing to love. He taught us not to resist evil, but to find through Him a goodness which effectively destroys the evil. The forgiveness of Jesus is not a condemnation. It doesn't condemn. It is a salvation from condemnation. Salvation does not slight wrongs. It makes them right. True love does not compromise nor condone hate. It will destroy hate by overwhelming it with love. The love of Jesus is never satisfied with a mere forgiveness. He takes it a step further. 
The Master's love implies rehabilitation and eternal salvation. It is altogether proper to speak of salvation as redemption if you mean this eternal rehabilitation. You've changed. Jesus, by the power of his personal love for men, could break the hold of sin and evil. He thereby set man free to choose better ways of living. Jesus portrayed a deliverance from the past, which in itself promises a triumph for the future. Forgiveness is thus provided salvation. The beauty of divine love, once fully admitted to the human heart, forever destroys the charm of sin and the power of evil. The suffering of Jesus was not confined to just the crucifixion. In reality, Jesus of Nazareth spent upwards of 25 years on the cross of a real and intense mortal existence. He was suffering before he got on the cross. The real value of the cross consists with the fact that as a supreme and final expression of his love, the completed revelation of his mercy. The triumph of the death on the cross is all summed up in the spirit of Jesus' attitude towards those who assaulted him. He made the cross an eternal symbol of the triumph of love over hate and the victory of truth over evil when he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That devotional love was contagious throughout the vast universe. Through all we know, the disciples caught it from their master. This carried over even to our generation today. The very first teacher of his gospel, who was called upon to lay down his life for his service, said, as they stoned him to death, he said, I lay not this sin to their charge. He didn't blame them. He forgave them. The cross makes a supreme appeal to the best in man because it discloses one who is willing to lay down his life in service for his fellow men. Greater love no man can have than this, that he would be willing to lay down his life for his friend. And Jesus is such a loving person that he did that. He was willing to lay down his life for his enemies. The people that even crucified him, he loved them too. A love greater than any in which we could ever know. We should strive for that kind of love. We need that kind of love. And God can give us that kind of love. Jesus is our example. The cross is a high symbol of a sacred service. A devotion to one's life and to the welfare and the salvation of others. We need to show others through the cross, Jesus' love for them. The cross is not a symbol of a sacrifice of an innocent son of God in the place of guilty sinners. In order to appease the wrath of offended God, but it does stand forever on earth through the vast universe as a sacred symbol of good bestowed on them, on evil, and therefore saving them by the very devotion of love. The cross does stand as a token of the highest form of unselfish service, 
supreme devotion of a fully bestowed of a righteous life in the service of a wholehearted ministry even unto death the death of a cross and the very sight of this great symbol of the bestowed life of Jesus truly inspires all of us to want to go and do as Jesus did when thinking men and women look upon Jesus as he offers up his life on the cross they will hardly again permit themselves to complain that any of the hardships of life much less the petty harassments and their things that are coming against them is sufficient Jesus took all that on his shoulders on the cross for us everything that you're going through Jesus had went through in his lifetime even up until the cross even up until death his life was as glorious as his death so triumph that he showed is what we can do we can triumph over the evil you need to make sure when you look at the cross as a revelation of God you do not look through the eyes of the permanent man nor the view of the a barbarian type person both who regard God as a ruthless sovereign a server of justice and a law enforcer rather make sure that you look at the cross with a final manifestation of love and devotion to Jesus to his life on of ministry trying to bring others into his fold it's important that we look at the love that Jesus gave and showed us on the cross you see in death the son of man the climax of the unfolding of the father's divine love for his son of the mortal sphere here the cross thus thus plays the devotion of the willing affection and bestows a voluntary salvation upon which those who are willing to receive such a gift and devotion there is nothing in the cross in which the father required only that which Jesus was willing to give and which he refused to avoid nobody wants to die Jesus didn't want to die he went to the garden and begged God to go a different way but when it came to that was necessary to be done Jesus said I am willing to do that if that's what it takes to save this world to save man Jesus was he accepted that responsibility that shows you the mortal side of him but also the spiritual side of him sometimes we as Christians don't want to do certain things we're tired or we're scared or we're ashamed of ourselves and we don't feel worthy we need to put man aside we need to put our Christian walk ahead of our man side and do as Jesus showed stand up for Christ be the person that you're supposed to be stand for Jesus and no one can come against you because Jesus will be with you and we know that death on the cross was not to affect man's reconciliation with God but to stimulate man's realization that the father's eternal love was there and that the son's unending mercy and there was a broadcast of these universal truths through all, all the world even though man did not offer himself as a sacrifice to appease the wrath of God 
to the open way of a sinful man to obtain salvation. Notwithstanding that these ideas of atonement and appropriation are erroneous, nevertheless there are some significant attached to the death of Jesus on the cross which should not be overlooked. It is the fact that Jesus put himself on that cross at the right time for the right reason. Jesus did not die to ransom man from the clutches of apostate rulers or fallen princes in, in heaven. God the Father in heaven never conceived such a crass injustice as damning the mortal soul because of the evil doing of the ancestors. But there was a divide. Once man sinned, he could no longer walk in the presence of God. Jesus said, I am the way that you can reach the Father. So because of Jesus' sacrifice and our belief in Him allows us to have that fellowship back with God, God the Father. And we, through God, are grafted in. We're brought into the kingdom. We are brought in as sons and daughters of God. And if we look at this world, this world is throwing everything at us that it can uh, to bring us down, to change us, to get us to doubt our kinship with God the Father. And once we do that, once we start looking at the world, then we start sinking, just like Peter did when he got out of the boat and he started walking across the water towards Jesus. He had his eyes fixed on Jesus and he was walking on the water. He was doing great. The moment he started looking around at all this other stuff is when he started to fall. He started to drown. He started to get overwhelmed. And he had to cry out to Jesus, save me. And Jesus was right there to pick him up. Today, if you're going through something or something's coming against you or something's going on in your life, don't look around at everything that's going on. Look closer to the Father. Look at Jesus. Rely on Jesus. Pray to Jesus. Talk to Jesus. He understands. He'll talk to you back. He'll be your brother, your sister, your friend, your need, whatever it is, your father, your mother. He is our complete hope and our joy and everything that we need. And, you know, I have things going on against me, and I know that it's the enemy trying to get me distracted and trying to get me to look away from my God calling to uh, keep me from doing my Bible study and my podcasts and things that God has instructed me and gave me the, the vivor to do and the desire to, to be useful for Him. The enemy is trying to overwhelm me with stuff, and I say, nay, I rebuke it. I don't want to do anything else but serve God. I want to be in God's presence. I want to be in His will. I want to be forever looking at the cross and knowing that Jesus sacrificed for me, that I could tell others of His goodness, that I could show the world what Jesus means to me and how much that salvation, that loving grace that God gives is available to everyone. We can hardly ever think of anything else but Jesus going through it all for us. We can look at everything else in the Bible. We can look at the, the path of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. And we can look at 
David killing Goliath. And we could read all those different things and study those different things. But if we miss Jesus, then we've missed it all. Jesus is the true meaning of the Bible. Of everything that we read is because of the blood sacrifice that Jesus is give for us that he's gave as a willing sacrifice that he gave it up freely that we may live through him forever and we'll one day have a home in heaven now we could leave in death or we could leave in the rapture but either way every person saved or not saved will bow their knees before Christ the Lord they will know that he is king of kings, Lord of lords, and that through him, that through Jesus Christ, everything is possible. Now, I don't want to be kneeling down before the Lord and realizing that he is the Lord and Savior, that he is, that God is the, the one that made this all possible through Jesus. I don't want him to say, depart from me, I never knew you. I want him to say to me, well done, my faithful servant. Come in and dine with me forever. I prepared a place for you. That's what we should desire to hear. We should want to be with God. We should want to get rid of all this world. Now, my whole mission here was to talk about the love of the Father, the love of Jesus, and how great that love is we can't even understand how great of love that is i did another sermon on uh, loving people and in that i had to really get personal and say that it's hard to love people it's hard to love someone else if you don't have the love of jesus in you when i was a sinner i thought i knew love i thought i had love for other people not everyone but other people and that was just a superficial love that was on the surface I didn't love them deeply I didn't worry about them I didn't care about their well-being now if I see someone in need my heart goes out to them I want to help them I want them to do better I want them not to suffer I want them to to know that God is the answer that whatever you're going through, we could pray for it and God can answer that. God can make a difference. He can turn things around for people. You got to understand that this love that God gives you, He gives it to you freely. All you have to do is accept it. All you got to do is say that I'm nothing and God, you're all. We can put ourselves aside and truly love each other just like God loves us but we have to look and search for that love we got to find it through Jesus and once you get that love of Jesus in you and you start executing it and start using it then you'll see a difference in your life and you'll see a difference in those people around you I've told this many times before I've been on a construction site and you know some of the construction workers are a little crude and and rude and and vulgar in their speech and when you go around them and you're nice and you're uh, complimentary and you show them love and you talk to them in a, 
in a loving way, I guess that's the only way you say it, you speak to them how you want to be spoken back to. You don't use profanity. You don't match their level of vulgarity that you show them a different way and you'll notice that they change their speech while they're around you. They conform differently to what's going on. They notice there's a difference in you if you show them God, if you show them love. And you even ask them, you know, what's going on in your life. You can you get concerned about other people and you show them that there's more than what they're living. You can change lives. You can affect people. And that's purposely what we're put on this earth to do is to affect other people's lives, to show them the love of Jesus and show them that what they're going through, Jesus went through. And he cares about them. He wants to change their life. He wants to be a part of who they are and what they are. And then, I've seen this before. I've been around the roughest people. And then they change. When they accept Jesus, how different they are. And how they, their whole demeanor, their whole walk is changed. And how great that is to, to see somebody have that transformation of the love of Jesus on them. It's just so great. So, think of, for the most part, I've wrapped up what I wanted to talk about with this, the, the love of the Father, the love that Jesus had for us, and the love He continues to have for us, and what He puts out there for us to, to give to others through the Holy Spirit. We're enriched. We're, we're favored. We're... A, child of God whenever things coming against you know that you can rely on the father uh, I know when my father was alive if I had an issue and it's usually about money or, or something coming up and I would say hey dad you got any extra money that I could borrow he would reach into his wallet or he would say come back a little bit and he would make a way he would find some way to help me out and that's the way we do with our Heavenly Father. When we're in need, we just should call out to Him and say, hey, this is the situation. I can't do it without you. I need you, and I want you to help me through this. And I don't even want to ask you, but I know you're the creator of this whole universe. You have own a cattle of a thousand hills. You are rich, God, and that you have more than what this world will ever know. The little simple things that the world's throwing against me, is nothing in your sight. It's just pocket change to other people, uh, to you. We love you, God, and we know that we can come to you for everything because you have your great love. Let's close in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. We thank you, Lord, that you allowed Jesus to die in our place, that his sacrifice, that he put himself out there for us, that we may have an eternal life forever with you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that one day we'll be able to see you and thank you in person for what you've done for us and how you've sacrificed for us that we may be able to be with you forever in heaven. Ever use us and ever put us in positions, Lord, that you can let our light shine for this lost and dying world. In your blessed holy name, amen. 
want to take a minute to talk to you about Buzzsprout. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show. Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Within minutes of finishing each recording, Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you.